Hello, and thanks again for joining me for another episode of 177 Nations of Tasmania, where we aim to have conversations with people from every one of the 177 countries of birth represented in Tasmania's population. Now, this is the first episode which has taken me to Devonport, Tasmania's third largest city. On the northwest coast, it's the gateway for many travellers by sea to this island. It has generally been less cosmopolitan than Tasmania's larger cities, Hobart and Launceston, system. But things do seem to be changing, and there's evidence of this when you look around the town and see more and more of the recent migrant influence. In this episode, I'm talking to Ranti, who moved here from Indonesia seven years ago and is now firmly settled in Devonport. Now, Indonesia is Australia's largest neighbour, but has historically not been such a big source of migrants. And though many Australians will be familiar with places like Bali, Indonesian culture and perspectives don't perhaps get as much prominence here as you might expect for the fourth most populous nation on earth. So what brings an Indonesian from a massive crowded Asian metropolis to the relative quiet of a small coastal city in Tasmania? And what does she make of it? Please join me to find out more. come from Indonesia and I was born in Jakarta. That's the capital city of Indonesia. I was coming from big city. So yeah, Tasmania is just like really brand new for me actually because you know like since i was little i would never like see like lots of bush and forests or like lots of trees fresh air so what kind of place was jakarta to grow up in uh lots of building uh i didn't have uh many places to play with since i was little that's because like just lots of building and lots of malls so we just basically like went to the cinema or went to cafe and stuff like that because yeah, there's there's there was no well there was a park really but it wasn't that good mm. so yeah most of us just like went to the mall and then did something there like went to the cinema eat out and that sort of things yeah yeah or like hang out in the cafe I think that was like our cultural things there like. Because it's different when in Tasmania, like I saw different things like where you gathering in the pub and then mm-hmm. listen to the live music and stuff and then dance and had a drink. But in Jakarta, it was different. We just like sit, had a coffee and then just chat with our friends. And there's probably just like a background music, no live music and things like that. So it's different scene, I think. You know, people in in Jakarta like do like they're working because we have this like schedule uh, Monday to Friday, and then it's like eight hours a day we work, mm-hmm. and then we come back home. And maybe not a lot of people know, but in Jakarta the traffic crazy. You want to go back home two hours in the bus, like yeah. yeah, like jam in the traffic. That's it. And then after that, like. You didn't want to like trap in the traffic. You went to the mall. You watch movie or you hang out with your friends after work. And then after that, like when it was just late at night at 10 p.m., you went back home. Mm -hmm. And after that, in the morning, you start again, working again. That's it. And on Saturday and Sunday, you probably stay at home because you don't want to to be trapped in a traffic. 
And then people in Jakarta they just love going to the mall. We have hundreds of malls in Jakarta. Yeah, right. They be like a new different things in a different malls like oh new cinema like a big bigger theater or or they had like um swimming pool inside or right. whatever yeah yeah like a fancy fancy things you know because that's what people do in Jakarta you know like i was raised uh, by my mom that my mom like Ask me like always like study and study and study like where like she would say like oh if you want to be successful person you gotta have a good grade mm-hmm. so that's like you have to study so <laughs> yeah and it's I think it's different in here like when you were studying at school mm-hmm. did you have any kind of dream for the future or or idea of what you were going to do well I always love English language mm-hmm. yeah. So um, I started like uh, when I was little, I asked my mom, I wanted to learn English. So she put me in the English course and then I loved it. And then, you know, like when I was younger, there was like an internet things, M-I-R-C or something. It's a long time ago. Like I tried to like find friends from other country uh-huh, to, yeah. to just speak English, you know, to like, yeah. And I was so excited because like I got to like talk in different language. And I think English always been my passion since I was little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what brought you to uh, Tasmania and specifically Devonport? I met a guy, mm-hmm. yes, of course, and we got married and he originally from Devonport. Okay. Did, yeah. you, did you meet in Indonesia? Yes. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he used to work in Jakarta mm-hmm. for five years. Yeah. And um, we met there and then we had like two years long distance relationship. And then after that, I came here and then we got married. You'd already met in person in Indonesia and got to know each other and then continued. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so when was the first time you came to Tasmania? Uh, I came here 2013 Mm -hmm. in December as a tourist. So I had a tourist visa at that time to visit. That was my first time visit him and his family here. And um, I think I was staying here for... Almost three months, I think, two, like two and a half months. Mm-hmm. I was really homesick, of course, because, you know, Tasmania is really different. With, yeah, yeah. 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 I love, like, I went to Melbourne and I just like, oh, I love Melbourne mm. because Melbourne, big city like Jakarta. So, yeah, yeah I found the similarity. But like in Tasmania, I would just get lonely and then I miss my friends and family. But do you remember what your first impressions were? Yes, I remember that quiet <laughs> mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i didn't like oh there's not a lot of people here and then it's just like very small town that's like my perspective because i came from jakarta which like yeah. you know big city and then after that to devonport and i was like oh this is very small town mm-hmm. and then oh you know i wasn't sure about living here mm-hmm. so yeah that's my first impression quiet very quiet and peaceful but obviously you came back yes <laughs> i came back i had to 
Yeah, because uh, I made a commitment. Like I, I was married. So yeah, so I, yeah, settled here. And then after one, which after one or two years, I was just like, oh yeah, this is actually nice, fresh mm-hmm. air. There's no traffic, and it's beautiful here. The people are friendly. Yeah, and then. I well, I have a lot of friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good. Like friends from different countries. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything in particular that helped you adjust to this new kind of environment? I guess. Yeah, actually, I just because like I met a friend here. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's like the most important thing like you yeah. you know like you get to socialize with other people i don't i mean like that's me because it's my personality i just have to socialize with other people and then i what is it i, I met a friend and then one from one two and then after that like continuing like a lot now yeah. and i and i love involved in community like uh so so how did you mm, meet your friend was it yeah, it's um. I think my first friend, her name is Anna. She actually my ex husband's brother's sister. So, okay, so yeah. it was sort of a family connection. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. so a family connection. Yes, yeah, family connection. So yeah, uh, that she's just my first friend, and then after that. She introduced me with Indonesian friend. Okay. Yes, and then after that, she introduced me with her friend. So it's just like growing and growing. And then after that, and then I was studying at TAFE. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then I got to know some people. And then after that, I was working. Um, yep. And then, then I met new friend again. And then I joined class, like painting class. And then met new people and join pilates and then personal training and then just that's just like growing yeah yeah so you had a number of different uh avenues to yeah for for meeting people yeah yeah because that's as you said that's really important to you know have a reasonable life in a new new place because if you don't you can feel really lonely and homesick yeah that's right yeah like um what makes part of you like you need someone obviously not just like your spouse or your child but you also need to keep in touch with other people too like new friends or you know like a community you need that you know well it just it's me did you start having work at the when you came here or did you um get work later no when i came here well because of my visa i couldn't work Mm -hmm. so that that was why probably I got homesick and then I didn't have many friends. So but and then after that I was thinking, well if well I'm, I was just gonna study then, you know, because then I can get a job out of it. And then I was studying and then after that I was actually I was working as a waitress in a in a, one of the uh, Asian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Waitressing, and then after that, I was working as a kitchen hand because the owner was Indonesian lady, and then she she was my friend, and um yeah, so that was actually my first job here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was fun, you know. But I was thinking, no, I don't really want to like work in a 
in a restaurant for a long time. I wanted something different. I wanted mm. to um, involve in community to help like more. And I was studying that community service in Tasmania and in TAFE, sorry, at TAFE. And then um, I applied for a job uh, as a disability support worker mm-hmm. and I got accepted. And then, yeah, I've been working for two and a half years now. Yeah, yeah. in the same place, yeah. Yeah. So quite different to what you were doing in Indonesia, I guess. Yes, yes. Like my last job in Jakarta, I was a customer service mm-hmm. in an um, English institution. So it's like an English course, but like a like a big institution. So it was different because now like I'm working more in the field. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, looking after um, people with disability. So obviously Indonesia is a very different kind of culture to what we have here in Tasmania. What are some of the, do you think, in your experience, has been some of the bigger cultural differences? You know, like, um, this is interesting actually, because like some people like, um, uh, they are invited to my house and then I cook something like you know for dinner or something and they just like surprised like mm-hmm. yeah like oh like they're feeling like weird that i do that stuff and i say oh no i said don't worry because this is what we're doing like uh, if i have a guest i have a friend visit then i need to feed them you know yeah. you don't go out from my house get hungry you gotta yeah. you gotta like have a full stomach when you come to my house <laughs> yeah so and then sometimes i you know like i like if there's a leftover all right take it take it home take it home yeah. with you and then it's like oh uh, are you sure you don't have to do that and i said like no no i want to do this that's okay because you know um i'm happy to do it which they they're thinking it costs money and you know like the food and everything but I don't think that way. It's food. So yeah. yeah, I already cook it. So, and I'm happy like if someone enjoy my food, like yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, take it home with you, take it home with you, yeah. because I know that they're going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of the our culture that when you come to my house, you don't get hungry. We gotta feed you. We gotta like give you something to yeah. eat. The culture here, like. People go to someone's house and then have a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Indonesia, we our culture is not drinking. Yep. Yeah. In here, drinking like to um, hang out with friends, and that I think that's that's very uh, different with you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's... because um, um, we we're not raised uh, to uh, drink because you know religion things and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. So um, that's that's the big one, yeah. Yeah, because it's tr- you know it's very much Australian tradition. People would say oh, to yeah. socialize in the socialize at the pub or yeah. the bar at the end of the week. Yeah. So um, then, what would be in Indonesia? How would people socialize or relax at the end of the end of the no. week? like you come to you visit family or friends and then relax, have a tea and then have feast like lunch and then that's not only like one meal just. A lot of meals, gathering, and then eat a lot of food, and that's it. Drink or like drink iced tea, ice sweet tea. We're 
very much love our sugar mm-hmm. <laughs> in Indonesia. So everything in our drink, sugar, sugar. So <laughs> yeah, but we not yeah we we don't drink. Yeah. yeah, but in here, you know, like, oh, you want beer or, you know, wine. So just the uh, the different that, you know, very, very much different. Yeah. And yeah. You, yeah, you also mentioned family, which reminded me of something that in, in Indonesia, is it the case that is the extended family quite an important part of people's lives? Yeah. Yeah. And also your neighbor, your neighbor yeah. from other blocks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're very family oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Like, say, like if you have a wedding. I remember when I had a wedding, my mom would say, I would say to her, uh, "We're just gonna invite, you know, our family," and then she would say, "Oh, yeah, but we have to invite our neighbor and the other neighbor from other blocks and my friend from." this um this club and this one this one and then after that but i don't know them i'm mm-hmm. the one that get married and then yeah but i know them mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you get married basically it's um it's your parents marriage too yeah like like your mom will have to like uh, invite their friends your dad have to find uh, invite their friends their friends are, and then they have to and then my cousin have to invite their friend so <laughs> my brother have to invite their friend so it's so like you know yeah so it's, it's end up like big wedding like uh, 300 people invited yeah. which i don't know most of them <laughs> i didn't know most <laughs> of them while in here you know you got married so you invite uh, people that you wanted to invite but you wouldn't invite your neighbor <laughs> like, unless unless not, if you're friend with them, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. If you yeah. have, if you're close to them, yeah, you don't you don't just invite them. No, out of blue, like you only like say hello, good day. You wouldn't invite them for the wedding here, but in Indonesia, no. yeah, you can invite them because they're your neighbor. Yeah. So did did you get married in Indonesia? Or? Yeah, in Indonesia, I got married in Indonesia. It wasn't big like the other wedding, mm-hmm. but for me, it was quite big i would say like who's that oh. like you know like yeah <laughs> i would ask my mom who's there i didn't know what this person and mama said oh, that's that's the other neighbor <laughs> yeah. okay yeah it, it, that's a uh, different cultural things too like in here like you're pretty straightforward you gotta invite this 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 yeah yeah but yeah in indonesia oh no i don't want to hurt his feeling i have to invite him just so basically like you invite some people in indonesia because like you don't want to hurt her feeling or because oh yeah but you don't talk to this person yeah but he lives next to me and blah 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 <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah well, it's just nothing too bad about it like you know like australian people are pretty straightforward like yeah i think it's pretty clear that you're invited because you're my friend I know you and da da da. But in Indonesia, you don't want to hurt. Like like what I said before, Indonesian people, you don't want to hurt someone's feeling. We expect other people to understand what we're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so that's our you know our different culture, yeah. like our cultural. So there are. Uh, I, I'm guessing then that there there are some communication cultural differences in communication. Yes. Between yeah, that's right. Yeah, just I remember that my my friend like came to my house one in Jakarta and then my mom would offer something and then he would say no no thank you and then like 
and then she, my mom will say like oh what no he wants he wants that food he wants that food give it give it again give it again and then like you know just just give the food all the time or if my friend asks my mom something and then my mom will say yeah yes yeah but actually my mom doesn't know like mm-hmm. the the answer but she will just say yes because she doesn't want to offend my friend you know something like that yeah so yeah we are indonesian people we don't we are too scared to offend or to hurt other people's feeling mm-hmm. so that's why we always say yes Mm-hmm. Even though we actually don't want to do it, or you know, yeah, but you know, Australian culture. That if I don't want to do it, I'm just gonna say no. I don't want it, you yeah. know. But in Indonesia, we just like we're very like we don't want to like hurt other people's feelings, so we just say, all right, then I'll do it. Yes, okay. Yeah, I'm- that's the the culture. Indonesian people that live here like long time, they already know, and then but maybe the. People that just come here, yeah. they'll be like, maybe like have not complaining, but oh, you know, like have difficulties like with the new culture, which is fair enough because you know, like I think in every places when you come to a new place, there'll be adjustment, yeah, and especially the cultural things, and also the people that that live in that like you know the west the the australian people have adjustment too to accept new culture like new new people coming yeah. from outside australia come and they just have to adjust too i know that a few of um, indonesian people they kind of like feel have a like a cultural shock yeah. when they come here but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing you yeah. know because i believe that everything just need adjustment So then we can live in a harmony. It was hard, like when when I came here, you know, like I'm with my skin, dark skin, and people that didn't know me, of course, will misunderstood me or like judge me mm-hmm. from my, you know, from my color. Like oh, you can see, you know, I I I got like the first time I arrived here, I got like a. Um, bad trait from you know from Australian woman few okay. of them yeah I think because of my like yes uh, one of them I remember I was invited to uh, to my ex-husband's um, gathering and then after that um, one of the girl there that know him told me like oh how, how was your holiday in Melbourne and I was like oh yeah it was really good and then she, she said Oh, you got to spend your husband's money, and I was like, oh, I was new, like you know, I came here very quite brand yeah. new, fresh, and I was like, wasn't it rude to say that, like you know? But I, I, I was just like, uh, yeah. yeah, it was quite rude, and I was like smiling, and then, uh, and I was just like, especially smiling. if you don't, you don't know the person. You no, I didn't know the person. Yeah. She didn't know me, so that's the thing. Yeah. Some of them would think, oh, you come here. You're not working, but I didn't work not because I didn't want to, but because of my yeah. visa. I still had my tourist visa. I couldn't work. So, but in their head, like some of them would think, like you come here to just rip off the men's, the Australian uh, men's yeah. gold, money, gold diggers, gold digger. <laughs> and then I was like, but you don't know me. But that's the thing. That's one of the case that I had to, you know, face. 
being Asian and being married with the Australian man. You know, like I walk and then come back to your country or you know racism. Oh, it happened to me when I was just like brand new, fresh here, mm-hmm. and like they wouldn't, the woman wouldn't talk to me. But I was pretty lucky when actually I started working in my workplace. Everyone like, of course, like you know, when the first time you start work, people would observe you. You know, but it doesn't mean that they're um, being horrible to you or being mean to you. Mm-hmm. They just observe you. Are you like capable in what you're doing? You're you good at your job. You're doing your job or not? And then I was uh, pretty lucky that my coworkers, like everyone's, pretty accepted. And then they they saw me. I did my job and stuff. And then they we started like you know, get along pretty well. And until now, yeah. So. We pretty much like respect each other, the 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 culture and everything. And yeah, actually, I was the only I'm the only Asian in my workplace, and one of my friends she's a South American. Okay. Yeah, so we're. Yeah, and we should one. explain that you know we're in De- of course in Devonport, which is not so multicultural as even other parts of Tasmania. And I think you 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 came here seven years ago, and you said then at that time it was even less. Yeah. Multicultural. Yes, that's right. So but, uh, yeah, what, 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 what was it like oh. at that time? Yeah, I didn't see many Asian people, obviously. And then the treatment too from um, Australian people. Not all of them. I mean, most of them friendly and nice to me. But I could get like some of a um, cynical, like, yeah. you know, or like staring and just that kind of prejudice, like uh, mm-hmm. judge mental things but now like i think because a lot of asian people like now in here so Mm -hmm. they're pretty much accepted and then actually if you go to the cafe here there'll be like one dish like asian dish in their cafe so that's really good so i was thinking oh this is good introducing like different food to australian people and then you see that oh this is accepted this is really good you just have to be accepted. You are minority here. Yeah. It could happen. It's not a good thing. You can't accept that. But racism is everywhere. Yeah. And as a minority, you just have to uh, be prepared about that. If if a people shout at you, come back to your country, just ignore it. You know, that's me. Like I wouldn't go for it, or because I was just well, thinking, well, they probably doesn't know another culture and they're probably um, not raised to know other culture which is sad but mm. that's okay I yeah. mean I'm just thinking they just don't know what they're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they know what they're doing but you know just like yeah. be positive about it uh, just ignore it at least maybe from when you first started living here what what do you think was the most challenging thing to adjust to uh, to here? make friend i think mm-hmm. that's the the most challenging thing to make friend because like you live in australia you will have like you know you you will miss the part of indonesian community you will you know you, you the first time the first thing that you do you you will do uh, this is very natural that you want to hang out with people that uh, that 
you know, come from the same country with you, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because they talk the same language, the culture, the food, everything, right? And then after that, you find your Indonesian community, right? And you you make a friend with them. And then for me, I want to make a friendship with Australian people. That's mm-hmm. the challenging things mm-hmm. because language barrier, the communication. Because sometimes what I'm saying in English, they probably think about other meaning. You know, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be like a English uh, language barrier and the cultural things too, because I wasn't raised to like hang out and then drink, but Australian people they hang out and drinking, right? And um, it's hard, like that's challenging because then I have to drink with them, but they're pretty respectful if I don't drink. And then I start drinking because well, I like wine, you know, yep. I. Yeah, I love wine, and so I kind of enjoy it. And then after that, yeah, hang out with you know with them, and then also like because we have different culture, of course, and then language barrier, the topic that we're going to talk with, mm-hmm. uh, that's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because the topic that I talk with my Indonesian friend will be different with you know with the yeah. yeah, I'm pretty much easygoing, and I love. I think I'm a people person. I just yeah. love, you know, like uh, socializing. So um, from there, like I get friend from, well, you know, like Australian friend. And then after that, from other different countries, I just love like, you know, like knowing different culture. Yeah. yeah. So that's the challenging thing, making a friendship. Have you yeah. found there are any topics of conversations that Australians really like to... The locals like to talk about. I don't know. Well, they like football. <laughs> I don't. I never like football whatsoever. But I, I don't think my girlfriends like you know Australian girlfriends like they they don't really talk about with us. I think with Australian girls they're not open up really easily mm-hmm. about their private lives. So probably you yep. want to talk about basic stuff like you know how you doing? Oh, what did you do for work? Yeah, sm- things like that small it's talk small talk first please don't ask like are you married how old are you please don't ask that <laughs> is, it, is it okay to ask that in indonesia oh yeah yep. yeah it's like oh how old are you oh, are yeah. you married do you have children why not ah uh, you look chubbier you're too skinny <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but please don't talk like <laughs> with, no. if you want to make friendship if you in don't know Australia. the people well oh no no it's quite a, nah, avoid those things it's rude <laughs> don't because I know some um, some people that actually do that like ah you Australian girl like ah oh, look at you you're bigger now and I was yeah. like oh it's... my god I just didn't say anything I'm just running <laughs> Since being in Tasmania, you've taken up a few other like new hobbies. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which I never, I never done it in Indonesia, really. I feel like even though Tasmania is probably a small community, like smaller than Jakarta, but uh, they offer so many things like uh, art, mm-hmm. which I love. I learned to paint. I've been taking the class in Latrobe. Yeah, and then I noticed that a lot of art coming from 
the drop. Okay. Yes. Um, and then I, I took like Pilates class to. Well, actually, in Indonesia, we got that you know gym and everything. Yeah, but I start doing those classes here. Pilates and then personal training. What else did I do? I wanted to take pot pottery class too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, I'm about to do my pole dance class in November. Okay. Yeah, so it's for exercising. A lot of the people I've interviewed since they've come to Tasmania, they've taken up some new, some uh, either creative or, yeah. or physical activity that they didn't do before no, or they couldn't do no. easily um, in their home country. So, yeah, yeah, I think because like we just stuck with our job, we work eight hours a day, burn out, and we just wanted to relax, and that was it. And then um, we didn't want to stuck in a like a traffic jam. Mm. So yeah, well, in here you can just drive five minutes yeah. to my Pilates class, three minutes, or like ten minutes to my painting class. That was it. So yeah. there's no excuse for you like not to take yeah. in those you, classes. You have more free time because that's you're right. Not yeah. In traffic. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So and then so many things they offer like positive things. Tell me what you're doing with your art now. Well, um, at this moment, I'm painting. I start painting pet that um that already passed. So at this moment, I'm painting my friend's dog that uh, he passed because of cancer. Okay. Yeah. So and then I was thinking, oh, why don't I paint uh, like all my friends' pet that they mm-hmm. already passed, and I'm gonna put it in one of the um, in my exhibition next year but not only that i'm trying to paint other things too mm-hmm. yeah and it's gonna be for charity and uh, yeah that's what i plan yeah but all the painting that uh, i paint for my friend their 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 late animals like their mm-hmm. pets they already passed it's um i'm gonna put it in my exhibition but it's gonna come back to my friends but the one that I sell for charity is gonna be different things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Because uh, yeah, I just love painting, and actually, I'm gonna set up my little studio in my living room. <laughs> if my painting make other people smile, and if it's for a good cause, like a charity, that's gonna be good. It's just because it's just hobby. Like I got main job, and I'm planning to study again in uni. What to what, what are you planning to study? Social work. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because uh, well, at this moment I'm a support worker for disability people, so I think social work will be in the same industry. And yeah. I just yeah love involved in the community, and then you know to help community, which is I think that's my passion. Is yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna use my pain to be involved in the community to, to help. It's probably small. I'm not a big artist or anything like that. It's just for a hobby. But yeah, if mm. it's for a good cause, why not? I'm planning to apply for citizenship. So while I'm waiting for that, that maybe I can go to the to TAFE to study uh, interior design too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be combined well with the art. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to have a lot of things because I just... I just love do a lot of activities now, like doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for my skill, I think. I do have a dream too. <laughs> yeah. 
I wouldn't know in Indonesia. I didn't know that what I was going to do. But in here, I know what I want. I found myself here. I know what I wanted, and then um.